Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So yesterday I talked about the um, sort of the emotional journey you might take someone through if you're writing some sort of persuasive copy or sales copy, I suppose. But I didn't give you any examples. And just Wendy and I went to the supermarket earlier on to Sainsbury's and it just occurred to me, one of the things that, that really surprises me every time I go is how many people still check out what I think of as the old fashioned way. You know, these days and for years and years now, you know, I go around with a little scanner, I scan the stuff, I put it into bags as I do it, and I check out in, you know, usually 60 seconds, maybe two minutes. But there's loads of people who are still doing that, that process where they grab a trolley, they put things into the trolley as they go round, and then they end up going to the tills, they queue until it's their turn, they take everything out of the trolley just so it can be scanned, and then they put it all back, albeit into bags. And to me... That just, now that just seems crazy. It just seems like a massive sort of waste of time. So I was just thinking about, just now, I was just thinking about the kind of the, the emotional journey that you might take people on if you wanted to perhaps persuade more of them to, to use the, uh, the speedy checkout kind of process. And what we have to do is we have to think about, you know, why are people still doing that? I mean, you know, and the, the, the obvious reasons... I guess, are it's comfortable. It's familiar because they've been doing that a long time. Or it might be that they are intimidated by the technology, for example. But let's take that first example. Let's, let's say, you know, there are people who are just doing it the way they've always done it because that's the way they've always done it. And, you know, maybe they've got a slight kind of phobia about newfangled ideas or, or what have you so if we wanted to convince them we wanted to persuade more of them we wouldn't start by saying you know that the <laughs> that they were wrong you wouldn't start by saying they were mistaken or they were idiots or you know they were behind the times you'd start by talking about how how great familiar and comfortable things can be you know like an old pair of shoes that you know you've you've worn a thousand times and they just fit you they know you. But then you might segue into something. I mean, yesterday we talked about the kind of the ups and downs of the emotion. You might say, of course, the problem is with that, that sooner or later, sooner or later, every pair of shoes wears out. And in the end, they'll do you damage. And it's easy if you, if you keep sticking with the same thing over and over, it's easy to miss out or, you know, even worse you know, gets sort of stuck in a rut that actually ends up costing you something. And very often we stick with the things that we love too long or the things that are familiar too long because it's easier, because the new thing seems seems complicated, you know, or too hard. Um, but actually there are times when it's really worth for us making making a change, you know, buying that new pair of shoes and then we then we perhaps we'd segue into you know using the the checkout process as an, as an example and and what I wouldn't do is say look look at all these other people who are more sensible than you <laughs> who are doing things quicker than you I'd talk about myself I'd, I'd move on from the pair of shoes or the jacket or the you know whatever it might be the the familiar thing that that we used as the theme for this piece I'd move on to my experience of um, swapping, you know, whereas, you know, because I didn't do it straight away either. And my experience was 
I began to notice that there were people checking out through the, the speedy checkout faster than I could unload all my stuff onto the conveyor belt. They'd already be gone. And because I'd be talking about myself and my experience, it's not a, it's not a criticism, it doesn't feel like an attack, but it also feels as, you know, people, people would see themselves in me or they'd see their behaviour in me. And then I might say, because the main benefit obviously is speed, but I might say, and then the, the, uh, the kind of the, the killer blow, if you like, was the fact that I also realised that not only were they taking less time, they didn't have to take everything out of their trolley just so they could put it all back again, which seems pointless in this day and age. But not only was that true, they were also saving money. They were also paying less because the little scanners which required the Nectar card automatically gave them lower prices on however many hundreds of things have lower prices, you know, that week, you know, right now. Sainsbury's are, are making a big deal about this. But that's the kind of thing, you know, we'd... we'd it's sort of what I've talked about before. It's like taekwondo sort of thinking, taekwondo marketing. We're, we're not seeking to uh, logic someone into where we want them to be. We're starting where they are and, you know, bringing them with us. I mean, that's a very simplified version of a, of a journey. But you can see, I think, how it, how it might work, how it might uh, first uh, engage with them because, because they'd agree. And then do the sort of the flip towards, you know, perhaps different, different behaviour. Anyway, anyway, that's just the thing that I came across earlier on and thought, oh, that'll do as an example. So thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business, especially if it's got some ups and downs. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.